All right, before we get started, link to my interview with Charlie Arnold over at OutKicks in the description below. Haven't checked it out yet? Feel free to do so after this video. And I appreciate all the positive feedback from you guys. I also appreciate Charlie and the team over at OutKick for making my first interview an easy experience. Going into the interview, I was a bit nervous. I'm used to being the boss. I'm used to being in control. I'm not used to sharing the stage with someone else. For the first time, I was exposing myself to a new audience. Now, sure. The OutKick audience is probably similar to my audience, but for the very first time, I was going on someone else's platform, handing all control over to them and presenting myself to a new audience. You only get one time to make a first impression. That's it. One chance. One opportunity. For people who had never seen me before, this was my only chance to present myself and this channel. Twelve years ago, the Oakland Raiders hired Dennis Allen, better known here on the channel as Denise or Captain Bum. The Raiders hired Dennis Allen to be their head coach. Very first day on the job. Dennis Allen, he calls a mandatory all-staff meeting. When I say all-staff, I'm not just talking about players and coaches. We're talking about marketing, sales, merchandise. Hell, I think even the janitors were included in this all-staff meeting. This was before the Raiders contracted the dump divers in the WNBA dump to handle all their janitorial needs. Those dump divers, they might suck at pretend basketball, but they are damn good at keeping those toilets lemony fresh. That's why they're not allowed to work on set at The View. They don't want that fresh scent of lemon at The View. The lonely women in that audience, they preferred the fresh flatulence of the whoopee cushion. But anyway, the auditorium that day in Oakland, it was packed not an empty seat in the room. As Denise takes the stage, the employees in Oakland, they were shocked. With a name like Denise, they didn't expect him to look so masculine. Dennis Allen addresses the room and he's condescending. He's rude. He has this aura, this attitude about him like he knows everything and you know absolutely nothing. It's the same attitude that he's got right now in New Orleans. Twelve years later, Dennis Allen has shown no growth. After his speech, though, that day in Oakland, employees, they left the room unimpressed. This is the guy they hired? This guy is supposed to be our leader? This dude fucking sucks. I hate this egotistical bastard. That first speech from Dennis Allen foreshadowed the rest of his head coaching career. Just like that first speech, his head coaching career has been a huge embarrassing failure. He doesn't have the respect of his employees, doesn't have the respect of his players, damn sure doesn't have the respect of fan bases in Oakland and New Orleans. That first impression, it has never left him, followed him the rest of his career. Earlier this week, the New England Patriots, they announced Gerard Mayo as their new head coach. I'll say the same thing about Gerard Mayo that I said about Kalen DeBoer. Obviously, both men had to accept these jobs. I mean, you don't turn down Alabama. And when you're offered a head coaching position in the NFL, you always accept it. Now, that being said, you don't want to be the guy that replaces the legend. You want to be the guy that comes after the guy that replaces the legend. However, the situations in New England and Alabama are a bit different. Nick Saban had Alabama competing for national titles every year. Since Tom Brady left New England, Bill Belichick's been a huge embarrassing failure. So the situation is a bit easier for Gerard Mayo. 
Yesterday, he was given his opportunity to make a first impression. It was his introductory press conference with the media. Now, this should have been a celebratory event. Head coach addresses the media. He sells them on his vision or his fantasy. I'll turn Mac Jones into an MVP candidate. We're going to win Super Bowls. Most of the time, these press conferences are mundane. They're painfully boring. It's all fake smiles and delusions of grandeur. As the new head coach, you want to make a good first impression. You want to be as non-controversial as possible. How did Gerard Mayo go about making his first impression? <laughs> I'm assuming the night before the press conference, Gerard Mayo was deeply studying his woke Bible because he goes into a lecture on one of the premier woke boner words, mythical racism. Watch for yourself. I do see color because I believe if you don't see color, you can't see racism. Even someone with disabilities, I always, uh, you know, for the most part, people are like, you know, don't, you know, when they're young, they, they kind of make the spot hot. Younger people know what that means. But what I would say is, like, no, I want you to be able to go up to those people and really understand those people. So it goes back to whatever it is, black, white, yellow, it really doesn't matter, but it does matter so we can try to fix a problem. What the hell was that? What the hell was he talking about? Did I hear him mention people with disabilities? Look, I am all for helping the disabled. One of my favorite uncles, he's been living with MS for the last 25 years. My grandmother, the last 10, maybe 15 years of her life, she was living with Alzheimer's. I've got a soft spot for people with disabilities. But correct me if I'm wrong here. I have yet to see one person in a wheelchair playing running back in the NFL and propelling himself through the defensive line. Wheelchair Willie with the handoff. He breaks through the first level at breakneck speed. That motorized wheelchair has some serious power. I wonder if it's climate friendly. When has that ever happened? I wish they would have shown the reaction of Robert Kraft when Gerard Mayo was making these remarks. I saw a very brief glimpse of Robert Kraft before the camera moved away from him. It looked like Robert Kraft was just as confused as I was. What the hell is this guy doing? I hired him to coach football. Why is he giving a lecture on mythical racism and talking about handicapped parking? This past Monday was Martin Luther King Day. One of the most famous things that Martin Luther King said was, don't judge a man by the color of his skin, judge him by the content of his character. Now, obviously, that quote's not verbatim, but the sentiment is the same. Over the last few years, deacons at Woke United Methodist, they have been teaching parishioners to not see color. They have been pretending to be leaders in the fight against mythical racism. And one of the very first things that Gerard Mayo says is, I see color. If I don't see color, I can't see racism. Of course, he doesn't provide any examples of this racism that he claims to see. Towards the end of the clip, he alluded to some mythical problem that he has been fighting. What problem? The mainstream media has been telling us for years about this serious racism problem in the NFL. Is that the problem that Gerard Mayo's been fighting? Because if that's the case, how in the hell did he get this job? There are people claiming that Gerard Mayo was a diversity hire. Some people are claiming that the only reason he was hired was to fill some diversity quota in the NFL. Now, I'll be honest with you. 
I don't think that's the case here. I don't think Robert Kraft sacrificed the next two, maybe three years of his franchise to give Wanker Spankers a woke boner by hiring a minority head coach. Is Gerard Mayo qualified to be a head coach? I mean, I have no idea. I have never hired an NFL head coach before, but I am willing to give Robert Kraft the benefit of the doubt. Robert Kraft knows a hell of a lot more about hiring an NFL head coach than I do. I mean, this is the same Robert Kraft that hired Bill Parcells, Pete Carroll, and Bill Belichick. I think it's safe to say that Robert Kraft knows how to spot talent when it comes to head coaches. I think he hired Gerard Mayo because he believed that he was the best man for the job, which is how it's supposed to be. Now, that being said, let's look at this through the eyes of a shit fuck. Let's pretend for a second that a white head coach was given this job with the same credentials as Gerard Mayo. All eight years of his NFL career as a player spent with the New England Patriots. So he's familiar with the organization. His only coaching experience is five years as the inside linebackers coach in New England. No experience as an offensive or defensive coordinator. No experience as an assistant coach. His only experience was coaching a small group of inside linebackers. How would the media react to that? This is white privilege. He doesn't have enough experience. He was only given this job because he was born lacking melanin. You know, you know. That is exactly how the mainstream media would react. Remember when the New York Giants hired Joe Judge? The media claimed that he was only given the job because of his white privilege. At the time, his only experience in the NFL was coaching special teams. Remember when the Detroit Lions hired Dan Campbell? Jamel Hill. <laughs> Jamel. <laughs> Jamel Hill, better known here on the channel as Smelly Jamelly, she claimed Dan Campbell was only hired because he's white. Oddly enough, with the Lions one win away from the NFC Championship game, I haven't been hearing complaints from Jamel Hill about Dan Campbell and his supposed white privilege. <laughs> Strange. I guess that old saying is true. Winning cures all. Winning even has the power to cure false claims of white privilege and mythical racism. I mean, that's real power. Again, again, I am not saying that Gerard Mayo is unqualified. Robert Kraft knows him better than I do. I'm just pointing out how the mainstream media would react if this same position had been given to a white coach with the exact same qualifications. Now, the shit fucks, they are also calling it racist to question the hiring of Gerard Mayo. When the roles are reversed and they are calling out coaching hires, it's perfectly acceptable. But when someone calls Gerard Mayo a diversity hire, it's racist. Again, I don't think this was a diversity hire. I wish Gerard Mayo nothing but success in New England. He's got one hell of a mess to clean up. Good news is, Patriots had the third pick in the draft, so they'll be in a position to draft a young quarterback, something my Saints seem unwilling to do. We're seeing this year with the Houston Texans how the right coach and the right quarterback can rapidly change a franchise. The Texans hit home runs with D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is a very special player. Maybe Gerard Mayo will be able to do the same in New England, but based on his first impression, not exactly starting out well.
But give me your thoughts. In his introductory press conference, Gerard Mayo delivers a speech on mythical racism. He admits that he sees color. He's talking about the disabled and maybe even handicapped parking. To be honest with you, I don't know what the hell he was talking about. What did you think of his first impression? Is Gerard Mayo qualified to be a head coach? If someone like Joe Judge had the same exact qualifications and he was hired by the Patriots, how would the mainstream media react to it? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.